Hello, friends, and thanks for subscribing to the Defining Marriage Podcast. As always, I'm Matt Baum, and we're here to talk about marriage equality with my partner, James, and other stuff. Hi, James. Boudoir, baby. No, I can't just... LA lady. Wait, what is this? Herman went to Kazakhstan. Ah, uh, some of those details are right. Uh, Ballerina. She ate some ice cream. I don't know how much of the song is real and how much you're Shitting making up. Shitting in the sand. Now that's made up. Now he's in me. Chicken is cooking. Potatoes almost, they went bad. He went to L.A. Cause he's a gay dragon in his hand. You, it makes me so happy when you sing about me. Oh, wait, was this about you? I'm the bard uh, of uh, Stratford upon Strapon. Oh, well, I'm the board of uh, the chairman of the board. Oh. <clears throat> oh what sorry. have you I've, done? I, oh, I haven't silenced any of what my devices. have you done? Oh, Silence yourself. The, oh, it's our friend Devin who wants me oh. to come, out, come to a bar with him. Ding oh, dong. Oh, jeez. He wants me to meet his friend who's also named Matt, but that sounds like trouble. Oh, well, maybe you should. Should we pause the recording? No. Oh, okay. Do you want? To, well, do you want to let him know there's a there's a chicken in the oven? You feel no, no, no. like I've chicken told him, tonight? I've already told him like I can't chicken go tonight? Oh, I see. So we're all we're fine. We're well, fine. his friend had wanted to talk to me about um, the movie Mirror Mask, but I feel like I've said everything that I want to say about Mirror Mask. Have you? What is your review of Mirror Mask? It's all right. Oh, yeah. I, that is a movie that seems to go in a lot of different directions. Sure, like you, you go every which way but loose, and mm-hmm. sometimes wiggle, loose. Wiggle, 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 wiggle. Makes a cowbell noise when I when I shake. Oh, uh, okay. No. What? Uh, oh, so you were an LA lady. Yes, Tell everybody yes. about being in. Oh, well, I guess you did when you were in kind LA. Of, However, a little bit, but you didn't recap because you were in the middle you were in mid cap i was mid cap so i went to los angeles it was mm-hmm. uh, fine i was there for DragCon and to record some podcasts and to do some interviews and, and was, what podcast uh, so many podcasts. i was on uh you're popping a lot i was on the popping you're popping you're you're my pop secret oh podcast podcast yes so i was on minor revelations with drew drogi mm. and that was a lot of fun we talked about some bad teachers and i shared the story of how oh. i was in a movie that was probably a pornography of it i'm not 100 percent sure it was a metaphor for fingering your belly button yeah so you can listen to minor revelations uh at the end of that drew thanked me for coming on the show and i thanked him for joining me which was super weird because why would a guest say that sure drew drogi <laughs> of course known to some on youtube as chloe sevigny hello america yes that's him but he does a lot of other great stuff he's in lots of live comedy shows in uh los angeles and occasionally he appears in television film projects he's going to be in the reboot of uh heathers was he a planet unicorn unicorn he was a planet unicorn unicorn oh, a gay boy wished for a planet full of unicorns planet unicorn unicorn, unicorn planet. planet give it up for feathers Ooh. Ooh, cadillac and tom cruise i can't believe i remember that song from that is at least a decade ago it's a classic planet unicorn hey, hey. Anyway, so yeah, I did that. I was also on Throwing Shade, which was a dream come true. It's oh. my very favorite podcast in the land. With Brian Safi and, and Aaron Gibson. Gibson. Yes, it was wonderful. We talked about all sorts of things. I had a story queued up that I was going to tell, but we never even got to because we had other stuff to talk about. It was a delightful conversation. And they said you could come back again someday, like Frosty the Snowman. Hmm, yeah, so uh, yeah, that was a really fun lesson. I mean, mm-hmm. it was a really fun recording. <laughs> oh, oh, once dear. again, that was like, uh, yes. oh, thank you for joining thank me. Thank you for joining me. It was fun for me to listen to myself. Sure. Now, you told them that you have four 
pairs of hands. Yes. Yeah. Again, I just said something weird at the very end of the podcast where they were like, how do you have the time for all the stuff that I do? And I'm like, well, we kind of cheat, James and I. There's two of us, so we have four pairs of hands. Sure. It's because we have hand feet. Wrist feet, I thought they were called. No, wrist feet is when you have feet at the end of your arms. Oh, I see. Hand feet is when you have hands for feet. I guess. I don't know. I don't know if there's an actual term for them. When I guess it like would be King, ankle hands. You're like King Louie. Ankle hands. Anyway, oh. yeah. Wait. Oh, oh, oh. From he wants to be like Jungle you. Woo, woo. <clears throat> Did you know there was a king? And I don't. I don't think it was King Louis. It might have been King Henry. No, it definitely wasn't. There was a king who loved his. He had, I think, Pomeranians so much. Mm-hmm. He uh, wore a basket around his neck mm-hmm. with a ribbon with the dogs inside. What? Yes. Tell me everything he, about him. So this was something they talked about on uh, Can I Pet Your Dog, which is a oh. podcast I have not been on yet. As a pup, you could be the dog. I could, oh my god! Uh, you could be the dog. They could pet you. Yeah. Oh my God. That'd be lovely. Uh, anyway, blah, blah, blah. some podcast, some pig. So I uh, uh, listened to the podcast and they were talking about a dog and apparently there's some picture, some drawing or something of the King of France, I believe, mm. uh, wearing some dogs around his neck in a basket. It's the most enchanting thing I've ever heard of. And then when he went to the guillotine, his oh, head dear? fell into the oh, dog no. with the basket. Oh, rough, rough. Oh, and that's the- what he said. This is rough. <laughs> That is rough. It's true. It's a rough way to go. Uh, who else did I interview while I was in Los Angeles? I interviewed Bruce Valanche. Sure. Uh, he told me all about his aunt, who's named uh, Blanche, Blanche Valanche. That was a real name. Oh. And uh, his, uh, how he got into showbiz, writing mm. the Oscars. He's written, like, all the Oscars. He wrote the Star Wars Holiday Special. He wrote the Brady Bunch specials. Uh, he slipped Did slide. he write the Kiss special with Paul Lind? I, I guess it's the Paul Lind special with Kiss. Maybe it's possible. There's also. I mean, it seems like it, it has his fingerprints. It does. It does. It, it does have some fingerprints, and he definitely worked with Paul Lind. Mm-hmm. Um, he, there's also an incredible. Um, oh shoot, I had her name. Uh, Linda Carter. Uh, ah. An incredible Linda Carter special where she does a medley uh, where she um, pl- plays. I guess she sings a Tina Turner song mm-hmm. done up like Tina Turner. She does a Kiss song done up like Kiss, oh. and she does a Bette Midler song done up like Bette Midler. And this was Linda Carter to America's Wonder Woman. Yeah, yeah. It's super weird. This is another one that feels like a Bruce Valanche joint. Sure. Now, did she... Maybe uh, a few joints involved, uh, if you know what I mean. Oh, my. Was she your private dancer, a dancer for money? Mm-hmm. She'd do what you want her no, to do? No, I think she sang the Big Wheels song. Uh, uh, big, big Wheels or Big Legs? Well, that was not originally Tina Turner's, but of course oh, really? she made it her own. Oh, I didn't know that. Did she ever? No, da, 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 da. Lisa Simpson sings that in an episode of The Simpsons. Sure. She also... Uh, no, not she. Not she at all, but somebody performs for Krusty all of macarthur park really yeah. oh yeah uh, yes. uh, it just keeps going and going doesn't it i want to say i think this is wrong uh-huh. it's no it's apu's niece it's not his daughter because he oh. had kids at that point oh. it's i think it's his niece i see or a cousin i don't know what the difference is between a niece and a cousin that's a niece <laughs> ladies and gentlemen james made the uh pizza man on a box gesture when he did that with the the hands together that mm-hmm that is a- Oh, it's a spicy meatball. Yes. Now, you, you were there. Why? What brought you to? Dragon. What dragged you out of my no, boudoir not. and so, into the light of day? I was there for DragCon, RuPaul's DragCon. It was wonderful. It was a really lovely event. Uh, so it's not just like, let's get together and talk about how much we love DragCon, although that's, uh, I mean, a dra- drag race, although that's certainly a part of it. It's just a lot of drag and queer stuff in general. So there's you know the, an, an exhibition floor where you can get autographs from people. 
people and buy things like makeup and wigs and stuff. There's also just sex toys for some reason. Did you buy any wigs? I didn't buy any wigs, oh. no. I had a lovely uh, tea with Sparkle Lee today. Sparkle mm. Lee, local drag queen, who's in a bit of a, uh, a car, a whoopsie. Uh, a oh. car crashed into her and she's recovering right now. Her, her body's a little banged up. But mm. she was but not about, her soul. But not her soul. No, no. She's emerged victorious. She's uh, working on some new wigs, she said. Uh, she's making these giant wigs out of foam. So oh. like sculpted wigs, not hair wigs. She's talking about auctioning them off for charity, uh, which is just incredible. I was like, what about auctioning them off for you? Because she's got some medical bills, mm. uh, you guys. And by the way, if you search for Sparkle Lee, L-E-I-G-H, uh, you can find a GoFundMe to help her pay her medical bills, which are sizable. Ooh. It's not just her. It's her and her friend Becky. Her, if Becky is the one. Mm-hmm. Becky with the foam hair. Uh, no. Oh. Sparkle is the one with the foam hair. Ah. Becky is the one who, when they did the drag show themed around the movie Jurassic Park, mm. Becky's an opera singer, and she's the one who opened the show mm. by walking through the audience from the back of the house, mm. holding a little helicopter, and opera singing. Oh, that's magical. Yeah. I'm a dinosaur, <laughs> I'm a dinosaur, I'm going to eat your kids. <laughs> do you know the lyrics to the Indiana Jones song? What? How do they go? Indiana fucking Jones, oh. Indiana motherfucking Jones, Indiana fucking Jones. Uh, uh, then there's something, uh, something, something, you Nazi. Oh, bite my ball sack, you Nazis, and so on. Well. Wow. Those are the official words. I hope that Gene Roddenberry gets full credit every time it's played. <laughs> That's an obscure reference to how there are lyrics to the theme song of the original Star Trek. Yes. Gene Roddenberry wrote so that he would get royalties every time the song played, even though they didn't actually use the lyrics on the show. You might hump a space maiden in Starflight. Somewhere beyond the starlight, my love is lounging in starflight or something like that. I all know the- he'll fuck all the green ladies. <laughs> Maybe he'll come back to me. Da, da, da. Thanks, Lucille Ball, for making that show possible. Oh, Lucille Ball's on my chin. Mm-hmm. That's that's her full name. That's my yeah. uh, mouthful. Sure. Anyway, so I was there for DragCon. It was really wonderful. I did a panel called Gamer Confessions, where I mm-hmm. talked to some lovely gamers about uh, the games that they like, the characters they like. We got a great audience. People were really into it. People loved my story about... It's not really even a story. It's, mm. just, it's a fact that uh, I like to imagine that Bowser is a cool gay uncle. That and, is quite uh, a fact. Him and Ganon uh, work out together. Oh, do they... they smell mm-hmm. they exchange underwear oh my uh, mm-hmm. so uh, and i saw somebody unrelated to this thing uh somebody posted a picture of bowser wearing glasses like kind of hipster glasses yeah and i nearly melted bowser wearing glasses is the hottest fucking thing i've ever seen hotter than indiana fucking jones mm-hmm. james if you dressed up as bowser with um, metal cuffs like the spiky cuffs and you had glasses and a backpack that looked like bowser's uh shell and yeah. uh, we painted your belly with stripes uh and and you went raw and threw shells at me <laughs> oh my god i just noticed that you have uh behind you a thing oh, of seashells i, I could do. throw them at you yeah why don't you just chuck that bucket yeah. of shells at me absolutely those are from our trip to cape cod when well, we went to cape cod i won't let you have them hmm. they're probably full of uh microbes that will do us harm probably isn't there a snail who drills in through your foot and becomes part of your body and then uh takes over your nervous system causes you to go out into the the desert and then you become a snail 
Well, I assume that's why you are the way you are, James. Oh. I've just always assumed that I'm in a relationship with a snail that's overtaken someone else's body. I see. It gets into your gills, and then you throw yourself into a pile of mud and, and start reproducing with the mud. So I interviewed Bruce Valanche. Oh, I interviewed yes. Dave Holmes from the I Want to Be a VJ contest many years ago. With Jesse Camp. With Jesse Camp. Uh, more recently, he's worked on the International Waters podcast mm. and many other things. And uh, what else? Oh, oh, I interviewed Justin Sayer, which was such a delight. It was so wonderful. Justin Sayer, I have a crush on Justin Sayer. Why, say. you do? Yes. Tell me everything. He is a very old New York gay, even though he's not actually from old New York. He's oh. like our age. But uh, he grew up in Pennsylvania, and for some reason he has an accent like Edie Beals. And, uh, or Edie Beal? Beal. Beal or Beals? Anyway, no. he has an accent like the Edies and uh, lived in New York for a little while. And he, he adopted this. I, I'm not going to even try. I'm not going to try to do his accent. Mm. John Coons, our friend John Coons can do his accent. I cannot. Oh, I, I don't see. know what his accent is. Anyway, so I interviewed him. And we talked about like old New York stuff, like Charles Bush and Charles Ludlam and the Living Theater. All the Charleses. All, every Charles. Prince Charles who wanted to be a tampon. Yeah. Uh, no, or was did. that Philip? No, no, Charles. no. Charles wanted to be the tampon and anyway, live in her trousers. That's right. And so I interviewed him and it was wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. He lives in an old building in Los Angeles because of course he does mm. full of cuckoo clocks <laughs> cuckoo clocks yep you walk up and down it's this weird layout where you walk down hallways and up and down stairs and uh, there's cuckoo clocks clicking everywhere at you and inside it's just ottomans and everywhere uh, he's just wonderful cuckoo uh, clocks I loved it and uh, who else did I interview oh my stars uh, I interviewed Will Shepard mm. uh, the YouTube streamer uh, let's see who else I I could have sworn I had someone else in there. Who else did I... Oh, and Mandel, of course. Our friend Mandel. Ah, yes. From the mind of Mandel. Yes. Tales of game shows past. Yeah, so Sears of Paris listeners will soon be part of the Mandelverse. Oh. Yes. So it was a really wonderful podcast. I mean, really wonderful trip with a lot of podcasty fun. And uh, stay tuned to Sears of Paris for some great interviews coming up. Yes. But uh, we have a podcast going on right here, James. Oh, heavens to Murgatroyd, no. news. So you may remember that marriage was afoot in Bermuda. I remember that a foot can be fun in the right context. So just to refresh your memory, Winston Godwin, a Bermudan citizen, was affianced to a Canadian named Greg DeRoche, and they wanted to get married in Bermuda. And Bermuda said, no, no, that's against the law. And they said, the Constitution says there's equality, equality, equality. They said that that's going to lead directly to Hitler. Because Godwin. Oh, of course. One of them's a Godwin. Yes. Mm. So, so if they, they kiss their penises together, the tips of their penises get too close and go... That was horrible. The next thing you know, then uh, from the two penises comes Hitler. Is that where the original Hitler's from? Yes, from the kiss of the penis can be quite continental. Hitler is his own best friend. And as for he, ha! And as for he, the penis kissed and now he's here all the do long day. Yep. That's definitely how that song from Cabaret goes. Uh-huh. I love Liza Minnelli's rendition of Oh, the Do Long Day. It's about a dugong. <laughs> Liza was the original performing dugong. Uh-huh. Yep. She dugong, gong, gong. She dugong, gong. It's like a manatee, but different. Mm. Anyway, so uh, they, uh, they took the case of the Supreme Court of Bermuda. Bermuda's Supreme Court ruled, oh, yeah, hey, wait, you're right. You can get married. So now they can oh. get married in Bermuda. Hooray! Well, that brief was a Bermuda short. <laughs> well done. Okay, so that's about all I have to say about Bermuda. Oh, well, so that's just to celebrate good times. Come on. Yeah, in Bermuda. Where better to celebrate than Bermuda? Sure.
That's more like bear muta, because yeah, now all the bears can go there and get their tummies out and go, oh, I want some honey. That's where Merlin goes at the end of The Sword in the Stone. That's true, because he's a bear. I mean, well, he's he's it, he's a thin he's a thin bear. I don't have we seen him without that robe. I bet he's got a paunch. Yes, when he comes back from Bermuda, Bermuda, he's yeah. wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Yeah, but I mean, you, you know, he could have a little corset on underneath. That's true. He, he's all tucked in. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's uh, the news from Bermuda. Also okay. internationally, we had some big and excellent news today. Mm. Uh, everyone's wiping their brow in relief that uh, Macron has won the presidency of France. Now, he is delicious, right? He's two cream-filled puff pastries. Yep, exactly. Sometimes they're fruity, sometimes they're chocolatey. They're very overpriced, Mm. but uh, they're apparently hard to make, and yet everybody makes them, so they can't be that hard. Yep, so he is now the president of France. Oh. Uh, Marine Le Pen, or Marie or Marine? I don't know. Anyway, M. Le Pen uh, lost big time. Sure. uh, Although there was uh, a lot of consternation because she was supported by a surprising amount of LGBTs. Mm-hmm. 30, in one survey, 36% of LGBT people said, or gay men, let's say. Yeah. Let's be serious here. 36% of gay men said that they were supporting Le Pen for the presidency. That's just one survey, so who knows? It's not scientific. But, uh, yeesh, she was awful. Sure. Well, you know, sure, why not have the intersectionality of white nationalism and mm-hmm. cocksucking? Why not bring those two things together? Two flavors... Uh, it's like when a dick is covered in shit and you suck it. Oh, Jesus. That is the intersectionality of white nationalism and homosexuality. You definitely should have been Macron's campaign manager. He, That's good he messaging. is a delicious, light wafer of pastry filled with a tasty cream. Hmm. Now, that is some intersectionality I like. When you have two orbs, let's say, with some delicious cream in the middle and you lap the cream out... Oh, please don't make that noise into the microphone, James. I have headphones in and I have to hear it very close to my body. Please stop. Please stop. I'm putting a piece of paper there so that... You almost said you're putting a pig there. I'm putting a pig there. Well, let's let's get him out of here. Now, when you have two crispity, crunchity, peanut buttery orbs with a creamy... Uh, creamy my butt? ...center, Golan and Globus at, at, do, performing their greatest act. Mm-hmm. That is a treasure for the ages. Uh-huh. Uh, a dick covered in poo that you're supposed to sniff and suck not so good so get your intersectionality right boys speaking of things that are full of shit uh-huh let's talk about reverend trevor johnston okay so in now he is a man who has probably pooed so that's not libelous no uh he's uh, in ireland oh uh, he uh, so this uh past week the church of ireland attempted to pass a measure that would have created now i don't know that much about how this stuff works uh-huh. a thanksgiving service is that a thing it can be. There's no reason why not. Okay. So a Thanksgiving service for same-sex couples. Okay. Uh, and so the church officials rejected that. They voted against it. Okay. Um, basically, it was a north-south divide. North I- Northern Ireland said, no, 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 we don't want that. And the southern part of Ireland said, oh, yes, we do want that. Wait, they're different countries. Yes. I, I don't, okay. Yeah, no, no, not Northern Ireland. Sorry. The northern part of Ireland. Oh, okay. Yes, sorry, they, they, that is oh. confusing. Okay. Yes, the northern part of Ireland, not Northern Ireland. Okay. But the north of Ireland says, yes, we want a Thanksgiving. No, sorry. The northern part of Ireland says, yeah. we do not want to recognize same-sex couples. So the southern saying, part says yes. You're saying the northern part of the Republic of Ireland. If that is indeed its name. Which is a Catholic country, by and large, mm-hmm. as opposed to Northern Ireland, mm-hmm. which is a Protestant country, by and large. Let's say that. Okay. So, the northern part of the Republic of Ireland. 
Yes. Okay, go on. Uh, so they were going to create a Thanksgiving service for same-sex couples. They did not. And what is a Thanksgiving service? Because I, I only know that as a turkey time. Um, you know, it's not something that's familiar to me, although uh, I, I think it's probably just a if there is no such thing as Irish Thanksgiving, and there may or may not be, I don't know, it seems like a weird time to have a harvest uh, at the start of the planting season, but, you know, when it comes to potatoes, who knows? They could be coming out your ass at any time of the year. Mm. But uh, they have ears, and I have eyes. Uh, <laughs> they have eyes! Yeah? Yeah, and corn has ears. Uh-huh. Think about that. Put that in your funkin' wagnall. But here's the thing, Matthew. When it comes to Thanksgiving, yeah. y- you should be thankful. You should give praise unto uh, Yahweh. Sure. You should be thankful to uh, the, the the ghosts that have come before you and made it possible for you to hump. So, uh, yeah, you can give thanks, and you can have a Thanksgiving service, a, a sure. service of giving thanks Great. to ghosts. Okay. Uh, but you can't have it for gay ghosts. Oh, no. Uh, so, Reverend... Like Reverend, uh, Stinky Fatso and Stretch? Yeah, like our favorite erotic ghosts from oh. Casper. So, uh, Reverend Trevor Johnson, uh, he expressed his opposition to uh, recognizing same-sex marriage, mm-hmm. saying, inbuilt into it is discrimination against those who didn't act on their same-sex attraction. Oh, boy. <laughs> I thought a, you might like that one. That's a, that's a, a mental tumbling act. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So anyway, I just, I pulled that line out because I was like, you are a crazy man. I mean, look, it's a kind of logic that can be followed, um, (laughs) but it's like when you have one of those family circus cartoons where you're following Billy around the neighborhood Mm -hmm. and his dotted line goes straight to the mud pile and then into the dumpster and then he uh, drowns himself to, in a lake and never makes it to his destination oh. and his ghost eventually gets there and uh, weeps at uh, the Pieta. Oh god, it's like one of those, um, what do they call them? The precious moments things. Yes, because they're all dead, yeah. right? They're mm. all dead children. They're all angels. What a thrill. Um, I mean, there is a kind of logic there, but it is the logic of madness. <laughs> Inside the mind of madness. In the mind of Mandel, yes. the latest game show oh. phenomenon. Oh my god, that would be so much fun. Our friend Mandel, ladies and gentlemen, just so that we're not just talking about some person you don't know, he makes uh, game shows uh, on Nickelodeon right yes. now. Yes. And uh, so he makes fun game shows. It's been an obsession for him his whole life. and He's uh, quite good at it. He's very good at it. Not so good at comedy. He, oh, uh, well, <laughs> I... You know, he's matured. Yeah. So there's some um, there's some fun footage of him in high school doing some stand up comedy, and I think it is college. Oh well, there was high school. Do you remember the high school one? That's oh, where. Yeah. He was on the stage, and there was the woman holding the laugh sign, and people just steadfastly refused to laugh. I thought that was college too, but maybe not. No, I college was the one where, where the was, floor caught on fire. Yes, he was doing his thing, and the the sound system caught on fire, and it was the most interesting thing that happened during his entire set. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> Or anyway, so that's our weekly insult of Mandel. I don't know why that was necessary. How dare you? That's so, libelous. Eh, sure. Uh, what else is going on? Oh, uh, you remember Prop 8? I forgot everything about it. Tell me it all. So you might remember that uh, that was videotaped. The trial was videotaped. Oh. Uh, but the tapes were not released. They were sealed away. We have to leak the sex tape of mm. Prop 8. The, so uh, KQED, which is the local PBS station in San Francisco, mm. is now trying to get them unsealed, basically okay. saying there's no possible justification for keeping these things under lock and key. Now, the reason, if I recall, I know I've, I've erased Prop 8 from my mind, but if I were to conjure from the spirit realm some image, it tells me I'm getting the letter question mark. I think 
that the reason they wanted it sealed was because they said that the witnesses would be harassed by people who were against Prop 8? Was that That is correct. Okay. And weren't there only two or three witnesses? There were very few witnesses. Um, Some of them dropped out after cross-examination because the cross-examination was pretty rough. Uh, So, yeah, they only had a couple witnesses. um, And, yeah. And those witnesses at this point are like, like, everybody knows who they are. It's... A matter what of public said, record, and like I feel like they've followed up. So at this point, like who is being protected by sealing these videos? I don't know. So KQD is trying to get them released, and the you know the LGBT side is trying to get them released, and the side that was for Prop Eight, the side that wanted ban gay marriage, they said no, no, we still want them kept away from the public, please. Well, that's because they're embarrassing, right? Like the finding of fact in that case was not favorable to them. That is correct. I mean, but here's the thing. Yeah. If these tapes get unsealed, here's the thing that everyone's going to discover. Yeah. They're super boring. Well, yeah, naturally, naturally. But people are going to cherry pick them for the the couple of lines out of the hours and hours of misery that are, you know, exciting in some way. Like, if you set them up with, like, you won't believe what this judge said about his own butthole, um, like, that, like, if you set it up correctly, you can take a line out of context and make it thrilling. I suppose. What a thrill. There's very little thrilling in these proceedings, I'll tell you doesn't that. Doesn't a man compare himself to a bench or something? Or doesn't what? a man turn into woodworking? Woodworking is involved. Woodworking is involved, yeah. yes. There's a man who whittles himself into nothingness right before the eyes of the court. I wish. the eyes of God. Oh, man, I wish it was that good. No, it's just some guy who's testifying. Testi- testi- Ooh testicling on mm. uh, marriage equality. He's, so he's testifying against marriage equality, saying that there's harm of letting gay people marry. Sure. And uh, I don't think this was even part of the testimony, though, that his his area of expertise was like 18th century cabinetry. Mm. Uh, since then, he's done more work on marriage and families and stuff. And I mean, it's not to say he doesn't have expertise, but, you know, the... His his PhD, I think, was... I mean, it was just some other degree, was, was in something completely unrelated. Hmm. He's got uh, ooh, an expert wet tees shirt contest. Ooh, that's a real stretch. He stretches his t-shirt over his breasts yep. and squeezes them together for the delight of men. Mm-hmm. Yes, the men love a titty wank. Uh, that does sound ooh, nice, but yes. not by that particular person. Oh, Matthew. James. The selfish conjurer needs to pee. What? Matthew. The oh, pizza takeout obscenity. What? We've reached the point where you and I can do references back and forth to each other in our <laughs> couple's language. That's like that's like twin language. Oh. Until we get to a point where you suddenly start doing them that ones that I don't understand. The time has come to lip sync with your ass. Uh, ooh, uh, goodbye, horsey. That's the song you want me that's to sing. That's a Pokemon. Oh, horsey, the Pokemon. Uh, it's a seahorse. Oh, I see. Okay. Uh, it's horse sea. Uh-huh. It's the whore of the sea. The oh. chicken of the sea made flesh. I think you may be tired. Nope. I'm just fine. I have risen from my grave to deliver unto the world uh, sad tidings. Oh. Well, that's a bummer. Get back in there. Oh. Speaking of rising from the grave, uh, one thing that I didn't have in the roundup this week of, no. of news items, because it, was, it wasn't it was really related to marriage and it was just too stupid to repeat, but mm. I'll repeat it now, Please. Uh, is uh, there's an article on some Christian website about how the HRC symbol, you know the one, the equal sign? Sure. <clears throat> that, uh, those, that equal sign is supposed to represent the disassembled cross. 
that no. those two bars are no no, no that's not no. you don't think so no that couldn't have been further from anyone's fucking mind <laughs> you idiots the only one who thinks about the cross like in intensely and in weird fucking ways is someone who is obsessed with the iconography and mythology and fantasy it's it's like if you're like too far into steven universe and you're just seeing meaningful shit where it's not there Mm. oh my god nobody making that equal sign was thinking about the cross (laughs) at all because it doesn't fucking matter what if what if beelzebub (laughs) <laughs> is in my belly, yo. It inspired uh-huh. someone at HRC. And they didn't even realize it, but the okay. was working through them. Well, sure, that's the... Exp- that's the. S- you know what? If we took Occam's uh, electric razor to our bush, we would see that that is the simplest explanation. That is true. Uh, and let's do that. Let's. I, I actually need a shave. I was looking at myself... In the bush? In, not in the... No. Oh, well, let's it's see the, the bush. Face. Let's oh, see. All right. Let's see what you got going on in there. Ooh. And, uh, I mean, it could, it could use a little, a little touch-up. What? A touch-up? Touch touch-up, yeah. touch-up? What do you think I am? I'm I think brutal. you need to, Matthew, you need to make sure that those roots are addressed. Roots? Yeah. What roots? The, the roots. You've got... The root uh, of evil? Yes, it is the root of all evil. It's the man root of all evil. But, Good uh, God. no, you need to have, make sure you keep up with your roots. Okay. Uh, I don't know what that means. Like, root vegetables? Matthew. I've got some potatoes in the oven. It's grown out to the point now where it looks... Oh, my roots have grown out? It almost looks like it's just frosted, and so you're going to have to make sure you touch up the roots. All right. I'll touch up your roots. And and the perm is out of of hand. Okay. Uh, I know you like to... I'm just crimping. No, I've seen what you do. I see you underneath one of those uh, space Ah! helmets that comes down over your whole apparatus Uh for hours. But it's just over my crotch and I'm reading a magazine. Yep, and you've got foil on there Uh and you're reading Boy's Life. I've got cucumbers over my eyes. Yep, you've got got a cucumber in every opening. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I like that. Uh, Okay, I think that's about it for... Oh my goodness, well, it's a very lightweight week. It is, it is. Well, but as I said, I've got some food in the oven that I need to attend to. You're not telling me you're pregnant. Yep, that's how I'm going to let you know. Oh, you've got a chicken in the oven. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm going to say when when it's time for me to give birth. This chicken's ready to hatch. Oh, oh God, you're going to lay an egg. We didn't even talk about the pigeon. That pigeon has become the bane of my existence. Well, let's make that a cliffhanger. Yes, my enemy. Maybe we'll have more news if I if I'm able to uh, repel him. Anyway, by by this time next week, uh, that's about it for the news this week, ladies and germs. Uh, I'm going to be uh, heading to Chicago at the end of the month, so if you've got anything that you recommend, I see and do in Chicago. I'm always looking for interesting stories to cover, so uh, send me some recommendations for interesting stuff that's going on in the windy city. You're going to be doing the cell block tungo. That is where you go to prisons uh, as, as a prison minister, and you slip everyone the tongue. I know an actual minister who did that. Really? Yeah. Um, who? Yeah, but we don't need to name names. But uh, minister, uh, I was involved in some uh, community theater, and uh, he was uh, in some bit of trouble, because it turns out his prison ministry went involved going to the men's prisons and uh, slipping them uh, did a little love. Good heavens yeah i don't know why he thought he wouldn't be caught doing that uh who cares what happens to prisoners they're not humans good lord they are they are animals in cages do what you want to them good lord well maybe not so good uh and they're hot as fuck oh they just work out all day they 
They they get all stinky. Well, that's about it for the news this week, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, Thank you again so much for listening. Of course, let me know your feedback at Matt Baum on Twitter or leave an iTunes review of whatever it is you you think this show is. Yeah, don't do that. Uh, And, uh, of course, you can listen to my good podcast, The Sewers of Paris. Got some real great interviews coming up and some real great ones in in the past that you can go back and listen to. I've got Bruce Valanche and uh, some other showbiz people. I've got Randy West, the, the, the guy who did a lot of the announcing for various game shows. I've got the fabulous Jeffrey Self talking about his cute life. And uh, I've got some real good ones uh, in the pipe. You can so, also find Little Herman on LGBTQ and A, throwing oh goodness, shade yes. out on the lanai. Oh, what else? <laughs> uh, you can. Oh, and watch me. I don't think we've ever talked about this on this podcast, but I do a little thing that I call Let's Read, where every Monday and Friday night I read some short stories, some literature. Uh, I've got a new book of Dorothy Parker stories, so I just get on the camera, I read some short stories, and we talk about it. And it's a lot of fun. They're the it's the literature you've always meant to read, but but haven't managed to get around to. It's at Twitch TV slash pretty pretty pixel dot com and nope. yeah no no pretty- you're right i didn't know twitch.tv slash pretty pretty pixel i've been around the internet matthew i was at i've gotten you more so flamboyant tired. as this podcast has gone on and i'll tell you i was at geocities.com slash sunset strip slash 7420 i know how the urls work i've found my way around a url i found my way around your url woof uh anyway you have been on out on the night. You have been on Not throwing yet. shade. You have been on LGBTQA, and you have been on minor revelations with Drew Drogue. E, mm-hmm. and you have also had a pancake with. Dave White and Alonzo Duralde yes, of Linoleum Knife. Show yet. No, but you are a friend to them, yep. to the Linoleum Knife men, said, and they are good men. They are good men. They said I could stay with them next time I'm in LA. Oh, that's very nice. They are, if you like movies or television or food. Or men. Or men. You should listen to any of the Linoleum Knife family of products. They are fine men. Dave White and Alonzo Duralde. I like them a lot. Yes. They, Dave has a story about falling over in a Target that uh, had James in stitches. Dave is a delight. Alonzo is a delight. They are two delights that when fused uh, become a flan par excellence. <laughs> Gesundheit. Uh, okay, I think that's about enough from us. I need to get that chicken out of the oven. And I need to get you into the bed. No. With the chicken. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, so, and so by the power invested in me by the internet, I hereby pronounce this podcast over. <laughs> Don't give me the look, the look of lust. <laughs>